friends, this is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here for another thrilling edition of the Torch Report Weekend Review. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the show. I am the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here, thanking each of you for tuning in again for another exciting edition of the Torch Report Weekend Review. Friends, this week, my goodness, this week, what a whirlwind. If you happened to have been following the news this week, you could have got whiplashed from getting jerked around by the mainstream media. You know, I'm sure you heard all of the screeching chorus about Trump, 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 Trump. This time, they're really going to get him. This time, you know, as this fourth bucket of politically motivated, absolutely bogus allegations have been flung against the wall by special counsel Jack Smith and the media lapdogs and all that, you know, uh, if if we didn't know any better, we'd think that was the biggest news of the day. And if we didn't know any better, we, we simply would not be paying attention to what is perhaps, not perhaps, it is in fact the greatest political scandal of all time in American history that's currently playing out behind the curtains. And that, of course, would be the Biden family crime syndicate which has been caught red-handed, colluding with the Chinese Communist Party, dishing out political favors, you know, raking in a bunch of money, appointing commie sympathizers to high-level posts, laundering all this money through shell companies, being run by the sock puppets, crack-smoking sun, all of this, friends, you cannot make it up. Matter of fact, uh, even Joe Rogan was out this week calling out just how insane it is, how insane it is that the liberal media absolutely refuses to cover these stories about the Biden family crime. Like, you know, the the Devin Archer testimony came out this week, for example. Caught red-handed, texts, email, yes, he was talking to the big man, you know, all of that. But instead of reporting the actual news, the liberal lamestream, mainstream media chooses instead to keep Democrat voters in the dark while, you know, while the deep state shores up, you know, the 2024 election. Friends, they say that democracy dies in darkness, and these are, in fact, dark days. But all that said, there was a lot of other stuff happening in the world this week. And as you know, if you've, if you've tuned into the Weekend Review before, you know, you don't tune into their Weekend Review, you know, not just to get some more spoon-fed propaganda. You're not just listening to another squawking head. Instead, friends, I know that you tune in here to hear the truth that you can trust. You get it from your favorite fuzzy peasant and today like I do every day or at least six days a week, I am going to deliver the goods. As always, friends, the Torch Report is the truth you can trust, not because I ask you to take my word for it, but because I do countless hours of research to make sure that you have all the information that you need to develop your own informed counter-narrative perspective. And of course, uh, for those maybe first time in the audience, please know I make all of this information available to you for free at thetorchreport.com. Thetorchreport.com, that's where you can find the daily reports, all the write-ups, all the links, of course, the witty 20-minute daily podcast and all of that. And on top of all of that. I just want to add again, I'm always happy to answer any questions you may have. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, don't hesitate to just shoot me an email to luke at thetorchreport.com. Now, this week was kind of a unique week for me personally, because last week I'd been over, you know, to DC in the nation's capital. I'd witnessed the Chinese communist flag being draped out in front of the White House and all that. Uh, if you tuned in last week, I told you the story, and you know, as disturbing as it was and, and all that. But this week, this week I was able to process the experience a little bit more, kind of refine my thoughts and connect the dots between the state of the nation's capital and the daily headline news. Now, I opened this week with an honest question. Has the capital already been captured? Has our political establishment already been captured? And we're going to get into that here in a bit, friends. Uh, But there were several other things on the table this week as well, not the least of which was balancing the threat of political corruption and rigged elections uh, against the the globalist coup using fifth-generation warfare and and the U.S. deep state being turned against we the people. We talked about it all. We looked at how all of this fits together. And how when you put it all together, it paints a very disturbing picture about the bumpy road ahead. 
Friends, if we want to save our country, we've got some work to do. And there isn't going to be any easy way out of this mess. But if you stick with me to the end, I'll lay out a few simple things that each one of us can do each and every day to take some big steps in the right direction. But before we get to the solutions, friends, we need to properly understand the problem, starting with Monday's report, Torch Report 419. Has the capital already been captured? Now, I think it's important to realize that the political rot that is destroying our country, the political rot starts at the top. The political rot stops at the top. Do you happen to know how many people there are in Congress? Now, before you answer that question, let me ask you another question. How many people in, in uh, the United States of America do you think know how many people are in Congress? How many people know uh, how many people are in the House and the Senate? And if you do know, you know, you're among the elites, friends. But I think most people don't know how many people are really running the show or really how few people. And honestly... I think if we were to just, you know, I, I, it's a guess, but I think probably less than half of Americans know how many people work uh, in the Capitol, how many people are in Congress. So kudos to you if you already knew there are 535 members of Congress, 100 senators, two from each state, plus 435 congressional representatives in the House of Representatives. So, you know, in theory, these 535 members of Congress are responsible for keeping our country on track. They're responsible for making good decisions that support and promote and protect the American way of life. And most importantly, their job is to uphold the Constitution. Now, if you think about it, 535 people, that's a relatively small number of people who are, you know, running the show here. And if the political rot, rot starts at the top, and we here we have these 535 people in Congress, we need to understand that's a mere 0.0015% of the population, a very, very, very tiny percent of the population who's calling the shots here. These are the people who are supposed to be actively representing we the people. But are they? You know, they're the ones who come home to their local communities. They're supposed to listen to their local constituents and then return to Capitol Hill. Again, in theory, they return to Capitol Hill to let the people's voice be heard. This is representative government. But in reality, as we all know, no one on the Capitol is listening. I mean, they got a commie flag in front of the White House for crying out loud. So why do you think it is the case that no one in the Capitol is listening? Right? I mean, they come out, they listen to their constituents, they go back to the Capitol. Nobody listens. Why do you think that is? Personally, uh, just to spare you to suspense here, you know, I suspect that it has everything to do with the beast of bureaucracy, right? So we got 535 representatives, senators and representatives, but they're, you know, they're they're dwarfed by the beast of bureaucracy. The beast of bureaucracy, you know, comprised of some 24 million or so federal, state, and local government employees, those who are marching in lockstep to a communist new world order. We'll get to that here in a bit. But, you know, then again, I could be crazy, but I think the beast of bureaucracy is really much stronger than our representative form of government at this point. But here's the thing. Even, you know, of those 24 million government employees, give or take, uh, that only constitutes about 7% of the population. It sounds like a lot. There's a lot of government, uh, government employees, but that's only about 7% of the population. And only about, you know, two to three million or so of them are federal, 2.8 million are federal employees. And so the federal bureaucracy, that's less than 1%, less than 1% of the United States population. The reason I'm pointing that out and kind of dorking out on the numbers here for a second. I know it's not easy listening. Luke, what are you talking about? Get to the point here. You know, tell me about the commies taking over the world. I'll get there, friends. I'll get there. But I think that when we start thinking about the rot at the top, we need to realize that it's less than 1% of the population that's screwing everything up for everyone else. Now, if you think about it like that, hmm, you know, the odds are in our favor. But just to be fair here, friends, I, I, I want to make sure that I want to make it clear that not all government employees are 
you know, marching in lockstep here. Not all government employees are working to undermine the United States. So it's really uh, much less than 1% of the, of the population that's working to undermine the United States of America. There are many, many faithful public servants who take pride in their government jobs, and they're doing the very best they can to provide the very, very best service possible. <laughs> in theory, maybe. Some of them, maybe. I don't know. You know, at least that's the way... That it used to be. And that's the way that it should be. But that's absolutely not the way that it is right now. Clearly, I think anybody in their right mind can see, or at least sense, that things have gone terribly awry. How did we get to where we're at now? And the question that's really on everyone's mind is what the heck are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about this political mess? All of this rot from the top, this political corruption, the, all of these shenanigans, these rigged elections, etc. What are we going to do about it? In order to answer that question, friends, what we need is a massive shift in the paradigm. We need a massive shift in public perspective. We need to help people see that we the people are certainly not helpless, nor are we, you know, uh, <clears throat> you know, we're not helpless, friends. We're not not powerful. You know, we, we have the power of, of the population. We've got the power of numbers, but we've got to get everybody on the same page. And that may seem like uh, an impossible task, but I believe there are some unifying principles that we will be getting into here a little bit later in the show. But... Uh, ultimately, in order to effectively clean house and purge the corruption, to do that, we absolutely must start working together side by side as Americans to route out the corrupt two-party system. That's the issue. What the Democrat Party bosses are doing to the Democrats is just as despicable as what the Republican Party bosses are doing to the Republicans. And all the so-called independents and libertarians, they're basically just hanging their hat on a lost cause until we purge the corruption, the corrupt two-party system that's running roughshod over the will of we, the people. There are supposed to be 535 members of Congress representing the very diverse views and opinions and priorities of the American people. That's representative government. But the reality is, there may be only, you know, maybe 3% of them, the Freedom Caucus, for example, comes to mind, but maybe 3% of them are willing to do anything other than toe the party line and vote for the status quo. That's the way business gets done in Washington, D.C. You toe the party line, you vote for the status quo, you know, don't rock the boat, that way you can collect your pension, you get your time in the limelight, that's what these politicians sign up for. At least that's the way it appears to me, as a mere ignorant peasant here. But do you see what's wrong with this picture? <laughs> We've got 535 people, you know, steering, making all the decisions for everybody else, and maybe just the smallest, tiniest fraction of those people actually standing up and trying to represent the will of we, the people. I mean, if you really think about it, who cannot see what's wrong with this picture? You know, the lives of 335 million Americans are being ruined by a small group of power-hungry political sycophants who care more about their careers than the country that they were elected to serve. That is the issue that we the people are facing. And unfortunately, right now, you know, we the people are simply standing by and letting it happen, if uh, observation is any indication, friends. What is happening right now? In the United States of America, just to be perfectly clear, it should be absolutely unacceptable to every single American, regardless of political affiliation. And I'm sure that many people in the audience today agree with that sentiment. I, in fact, I believe that the majority of the country agrees with that sentiment. And yet, that said, I equally believe that most of the cities in the good old U.S. of A., do not agree. Now think about that distinction. Most of the country agrees that things are wrong and we're off course. But most of the people in the cities, they don't even see what's going on. They have no idea. Okay, They've been mind-melted. Now, I think that that distinction between the country and the cities is really 
key when it comes to practical solutions. But again, I'm going to set it aside again for now. We'll come back to that. Uh, before we transition into Tuesday's report, though, I do want to pull one more fact out of Monday's report, Torch Report 419. And, and Torch Report 419, I pulled out the fact, I actually took a, a picture of the Communist Manifesto, Communist Manifesto, I highlighted it for you to see there in the report if you want to see it with your own eyes. And the fact is that the communists believe they have a world to win. And the communists openly declare that they can only achieve their goal by the forcible overthrow of all existing social conditions. That is a direct quote, let it sink in. The communists have a world to win by the forcible overthrow of all existing social conditions. And you want to know what the secret to their strategy is here? I mean, that's a lofty goal, right? If the commies want to take over the world by overthrowing all existing social conditions, how the heck are they going to do that, right? Well, they've got a secret strategy, friends. And the commies' secret strategy isn't just draping a communist flag in front of the White House and snapping some selfies with it, though that does seem to be working. Uh, the commies' secret strategy, it, just to read straight, again, reading straight out of the Communist Manifesto, their strategy is to, quote, labor everywhere for the union and agreement of the democratic parties of all countries, period, end quote. Yes, friends, you heard it here first, and yes, you did hear that correctly. I'll read it again straight out of the commies' mouth, straight out of the Communist Manifesto. The commies, quote, labor everywhere for the union and agreement of the democratic parties of all countries, period, end quote. Wow. You see, the commies, they're not trying to promote communism. They're trying to promote democracy. They're trying to fight uh, to win the battle of democracy. That's the first step in a communist manif uh, revolution. And right out of the manifesto, they labor everywhere all around the world to unite the democratic parties of all countries. So with that fact firmly embedded in your mind... <laughs> Friends, I highly recommend you commit that passage to memory. The commies labor everywhere for the union and agreement of the democratic parties of all countries. Do not forget that. It's not a conspiracy. It's not even a theory. But it is, in fact, a radical revolutionary political strategy that is based on destruction and deceit. And just for the historical record, you know, this commie strategy... It's proven pretty effective. Actually, it's proven highly successful. They've been able to forcibly overthrow the existing social conditions in many countries around the world. Okay? So with that in mind, let's go ahead and turn our attention to Tuesday's report. Tuesday's report was Torch Report 420. Buckle up. It's about to get bumpy. Now, if you think the last three years have been bumpy which they have, don't get me wrong, you know. I think that what you'll find over the next few years is that the entire pandemic is going to feel like little more than a tiny little speed bump compared to what lies ahead. All global forces are converging upon Agenda 2030 and the UN Sustainable Development Goals. Never lose sight of the global cabal's Agenda 2030. That's their fight for global democracy, which is, in fact, communism, it's centralized digital governance, and it's total control over every aspect of your lives. The smart meters in Klickatak County, you can thank the global cabal. The industrial solar farms in Klickatak County, you can thank the global cabal. The outrageously insane price of gasoline at the pain at the pump, you can thank the global cabal, friends. These people are sick, but they're running the show, and they're doing it through agents in our own government, mind you. Now, as discussed in Tuesday's report, you know, they're not just going to be coming for your gas car. They're not just coming for your gas cook stoves or your gas furnaces or your gas generators uh, or everything else that makes the modern world go around. Yes, they're coming for all of that, but they're coming for that and more because they have an insatiable appetite for power. They're actually coming for your soul. They're coming for your mind. They're trying to hijack your humanity, to hijack your biology, to hack your brain, to control your behavior so that you accept this total global tyranny. That's what's happening right now, friends, just to call it like it is. It's the underlying and the overarching factor in all of this political chaos. 
That's the truth, friends. I mean, again, and I say I say it's the truth you can trust. If, it, if this sounds foreign to you, if this sounds a little strange, if you think I'm a little bit crazy, like I'm sitting here with a crinkly tinfoil hat on my head, if you want to know the irrefutable truth of these facts, if you want to share this irrefutable truth with your friends, friends, you just have to go uh, to thetorchreport.com. Check it out. You can read it. Click it, see it with your own eyes, and you can share the torch report far and wide. But you have to be courageous. You have to be courageous enough to call these commies out and call it like it is. The communists are working to unite the Democrats of all the countries around the world. That's what they're doing. Do not let the daily distractions pull your attention away from this fact. So when you hear about Hunter the Crackpipe Biden and his million-dollar deals with Chinese communist energy companies, please understand, this is all part of a much bigger plan. This is just political corruption. And it's not just coincidence, obviously. You know, it's part of a much bigger plan that's been in motion for decades, even a century or more. And friends, the scary part here is that at this point in history, American history, their end game is in sight. Barack Hussein Obama said he was going to fundamentally transform America. Many people believe, believe that Barack Hussein Obama is still running his, his third term right now via the sock puppet in the Oval Office. But never mind all of that. You know, all together, with everything in context, it really makes 2024, the 2024 election, an absolutely critical election. 2024 is going to be our last chance to reclaim our republic before the tyranny of democracy and mob rule establishes an insurmountable stranglehold on the United States of America. And I know there are those who would say that uh, that day has already come and gone. They already have the stranglehold on our institutions and our our education and our politics and and banking and everything else. They've already got that. Maybe. But I believe I'd rather be an optimist and be wrong than be a pessimist and be right. I do believe personally 2024 will be our last chance to reclaim the republic before the tyranny of mob rule takes over forever. And make no mistake, friends, they are very, very close to pulling it off. You know, they've got... Oh, gosh, you know, they've got the weaponized AI, they've, they've got the media, you know, they're using all this stuff to mentally manipulate the masses, they've got the mood management tools, the fifth generation warfare and all of that, and we did talk about that in uh, Tuesday's report and all, but the fact is, they're just getting more and more bold and brazen by the day, and why do you think that is? It's just like, holy smoke, I can't believe what's happening and, and people aren't up in arms about it. I mean, evidently there were a bunch of people riding in New York City over a free Nintendo giveaway or something like that. But why aren't Americans up in arms about the, the corruption? Why are they growing more bold by the day? Could it be because of the state-funded censorship? that keeps coming to light more and more. You know, Twitter files, Facebook's doing it, the CIA's telling them what they can and cannot say. You know, squash, they change the algorithms to squash conservative voices to uplift the state propaganda. Is that why? Why pe- Why the cabal is so bold? You know, is it is it because of the aggressive use of AI? Remember we were talking about that last week. Uh, government agencies are pursuing the aggressive use of AI. That's a direct quote. And they're using this aggressive use of AI to foist their will upon the people. Maybe it's because this global cabal or even our corrupt politicians, they've got the money, they've got the media, they've got the majority of Americans duped into believing that democracy is really for the greater good. Do you believe that democracy is for the greater good? Friends, if you do, shoot me an email. Let's talk. <laughs> oh, no, democracy. To win the battle of democracy, that's the first step in a communist revolution. You know, the, the communists are uniting all the de- Democrats and fighting for democracies all around the world. So that's the truth we don't want to lose sight of. But, you know, perhaps all of these things play into it. Why the corruption has grown so bold. You know, it could be all of the above, but I think it's, you know, honestly, I think it's all of that and more, you know. 
As we dove into Wednesday's report here, transitioning friends, Wednesday's report, Torch Report 421, was titled Donald Trump versus the Depopulation Agenda. As in what's more important, Donald Trump versus the depopulation agenda. But I think that that really gets at the heart of why this, you know, this, this brazen, bold cabal is fleecing us all. The, you think about what's happening to Trump right now. Okay? Blatant political persecution of the top political contender in, in the next election. Right, The absolutely unjust attacks on the most popular presidential candidate by far, the abject perversion, the weaponization of the Department of Justice and other government agencies, all of this weaponized against the American people, against a potential presidential candidate, all of this, friends, it points to the fact that we are already well into Banana Republic territory. Anybody that's been keeping track knows that already, of course. Now, no person in their right mind I don't think can can believe that what's happening right now is in anyone's best interest. How is this degree of political persecution, this degree of of, you know, the breach of justice, the breach of public trust, how can that be in anyone's best interest? So for all of those Democrats who might be out in the audience listening or, you know, for all of our your liberal friends, you know, anyone out there who's on the cusp, I'm, I'm not real sure about this corruption. There's really only one pressing question that needs to be answered. How is this democracy? How is the current state of affairs in the United States of America uh, representative of American principles or the Constitution or of liberty or freedom or free speech or any of it? How is this democracy? If democracy is supposed to be representative government, how is this democracy? You got 535 people, shut, you know, 1% of the population, actually, if you take all the federal employees, 1% of the population shoving their agenda down everyone's throats. How is that democracy? Both parties are completely ignoring the American people. Both parties are making an absolute abject mockery of our political institutions. That's what's happening right out in front of God and everybody. Now, why is that, do you suppose? Friends, why do you think this is happening? You know, sometimes I believe it doesn't have to be a conspiracy, right? Sometimes the easiest explanation is the correct explanation. Is that Oakham's razor? Now, what have we learned today? We've learned that the communists are working to unite democratic parties all around the world. And they're doing that in order to forcibly overthrow all aspects of existing society. Friends, take a look around. Isn't that exactly what we are witnessing right now? I say that it is. Prove me wrong. It is exactly what we're witnessing right now. Anybody with their eyes wide open can see that it's happening right now, and it's not by accident. I believe that is the explanation. It's communist ideological subversion. It's their world that they're trying to win by destroying the United States of America from within. And again, the rot starts at the top. One of the things that uh, one of the things I got into on Wednesday's report, again Wednesday's Torch Report 421, Donald Trump versus the depopulation agenda, was how the globalists are covering the Trump indictment. I was looking at some globalist sources this week, and it's really everywhere. I mean, even the globalists are talking about Trump, Trump, Trump. They're gonna get Trump, you know, really, because globalists aren't usually talking about that, but they were this week, and it's being presented as if Donald Trump is the greatest threat to America, American democracy that's ever existed. Do you think that's just a coincidence? That the commie global cabal is presenting Donald Trump as the greatest threat to American democracy. We're not a democracy, but that's the way they're presenting it. And of course not. It's not a coincidence. You know, Is the fact that the Bidens are in bed with the CCP a coincidence? No, of course not. Is the fact that the GOP is in bed with the CCP no, of course not. Do you think that any of this is just a coincidence? Friends, I'm not going to insult your intelligence. I know that you know better. Of course it's not a coincidence. It's a strategy that's been well, uh, well articulated, straight out of the Communist Manifesto, and very well implemented for a long time. They've convinced a lot of people to go along with it. Not the least of which are the party bosses, you know. So, when you think about... Uh, 
say, Mike Pence or, you know, Kevin the Schmuck McCarthy or Chris the Twinkie Christie, you know, the rest of the GOP establishment, they're tossing Trump under the bus right now. Think about that. You know, despite the fact that Donald Trump clearly remains the people's choice, regardless of what you think, old Teflon Don, he's still got the public support. He is still the people's choice for the next Republican presidential candidate. Fact. Now, that's despite the indictments. That's despite the information warfare. Despite the propaganda. Despite the show trials. Despite the censorship and the incessant attacks against him. Donald J. Trump is still the people's choice. And despite all of that, the Republican Party bosses still don't give a damn about the will of we, the people. Friends, I cannot see it any different. Can you? I mean, you lay all the facts on the table and take a look at it. What's going on here? Of course, this is not just a coincidence. So why? You know, why? Why? Why are they doing this? Again, the commies are taking over the world! <laughs> I just had to say that, friends. You know, why is the liberal media claiming that white supremacists now control the Republican Party? Did you hear about that? Liberal media claims white supremacists are in control of the Republican Party. Why are they pushing this absurd notion that the GOP has deep Nazi roots? Why are they telling Americans that Republicans are just rebranding white nationalism right now? All three of those stories that, you know, white supremacists control the Republican Party, the story that, you know, uh, the GOP has deep Nazi roots, the story that Republicans are rebranding white nationalism right now, those stories were out this week. Now, just let that sink in. Again, why do you think that is? And to spare you the suspense in the interest of time, friends, I'll tell you why. It's because, uh, well, you might not like to hear it. You know, it might sound like a, a vast, wild-eyed, right-wing conspiracy and all of that. But I think that Kamala Harris really spilled the beans last week when she accidentally spoke the truth. Why is all this happening? You may recall the words, words that should have been heard all around the world, that were not because of the state-funded censorship, but they should have been heard all around the world. Vice President Kamala Harris said that we need to reduce the human population to save the Earth. Vice President of the United States of America stated out loud on the record in front of cameras that we need to reduce the human population in order to save the Earth. And I believe that that's what this is really all about. All of this upheaval, all of this, you know, it, it, it's the destruction of society, but they're destroying the existing society to construct a, an inescapable surveillance state, but a centralized digital governance, a communist government at the global level, complete with their public-private fascist partnerships. Now, uh, everything that's happening... Agenda 2030, the Great Reset, the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, etc., the mass vaccination campaigns, these released bioengineered weapons of mass destruction, it all serves this end to reduce the human population in order to save the earth. And here's the catch. In order to reduce the human population, in order to save the earth, they have to win the battle of democracy. With that step, you know, the, the first step in the communist revolution to win the battle of democracy, when they win the battle of democracy, they want to win the battle of global democracy. And they want to do so in order to institute mob rule all around the world. Once they have global democracy, once they've overthrown all existing governments and installed their own sock puppet democratic leaders, which the communists are working to unite all around the world, once they've done that, they will leverage the useful idiots in order to overthrow common sense, individual liberties, and truly representative governments. In other, in other words, once the commies have instituted global democracy, i.e. mob rule, they will institute an inescapable global tyranny, and the useful idiots will be cheering them on. Now, they're going to use this mob rule. They're going to use these, leverage these useful idiots to support the state-funded censorship. 
Remember, we've got Democrats in Congress saying free speech is a free-for-all hellscape. No, actually, it's not. It's a basic human right as enshrined in the First Amendment of our Bill of Rights, but never mind that. They're going to leverage these useful idiots to support state-funded censorship, meaning they're going to take your money and use it to pay people to silence dissent and censor what information you have access to. That's just part of it, though. <laughs> I mean, they, they're, they're, not, they're just getting started with this, right? Now, they're also going to use the useful idiots to give the centralized global government control over the food supply. Now, I'm not sure if you're aware of that, but that's a very central component in Agenda 2030, is for the globalists to take total control of the food supply, all food supply chains, the means of production and consumption, uh, in their globalist documents, they call it the Common Agenda, but it it's also comes straight out of the Communist Manifesto. At any rate, friends, they're going to do that to take control of the food supply so that we only have access to these so-called sustainable diets that they've got planned for us. Now, when they talk about sustainable diets, of course, they don't mean that we get to pick food off the menu. What they mean is swapping our beef and burgers for bugs and soy boy patties. That's what it means, just in case there was any question about that. But, friends, you know, ultimately, they're going to be able to convince these morons to vote for their own enslavement. That's what global democracy is really all about. It's sick, it's twisted, it's deceptive, it's deceitful, it's evil, but it's happening right now in front of our very own eyes. This is all woven directly into, again, what I, you know, what they call the common agenda, friends. And I did put the link uh, to the common agenda. If you really like to dig in and see it for yourself and read their words, uh, you should. It's very fascinating. It's all the links are in uh, Torchport 421. But in the interest of time, we need to pivot now to Thursday's report. Torch Report 422. More shocking corruption comes to light. Dun, dun, dun. More shocking corruption. Oh, no. <laughs> As if we're really shocked, which we're not. The, uh, the title was really just a mocking of the headlines. Because, you know, every day is such a shocker these days, right? But Torch Report 422, you know, it, it really was focused on some information that came out. I don't know if you heard about Tucker Carlson... He had uh, interviewed the former Capitol Police Chief, Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sund, and he had interviewed this. It was going to be aired on Fox, and in that interview, Tucker Carlson interviewing Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sund, the police chief Stephen Sund, he stated unequivocally that the so-called J6 insurrection, the mostly peaceful insurrection, was in fact an inside job. He stated, "quote." Everything appears to be a cover-up, period, end quote. Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sun, in an interview with Tucker Carlson, said that everything appears to be a cover-up. Not just some things, not just a few federal agents in the crowd, but everything appears to be a cover-up. It was, in fact, a set-up. Not, not some of it, again, friends, but all of it was a setup. And again, that was according to Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sun. And you know what? Tucker Carlson was getting ready to share all of this with the American people. Matter of fact, remember he got his hands on those 40,000 hours of surveillance footage, and he was going to share that with the American people too. But he got fired before the word could get out. If that's not despotism, if that's not tyranny, friends, tell me what is. What a shocking coincidence. Wow, all of this information about a cover-up, about it being a setup, was getting ready to come to light, and then he got fired and sent home. No more audience for you. I mean, he's still got an audience. The man's incredibly talented. It's worth tuning in and listening to him. But, I mean, come on. Stop insulting our intelligence here. This was a rigged election. The insurrection was a setup. And the show trials were nothing more than a cover-up. That's what the facts and the evidence bear out. These are not just my words, friends. These are the words of some of the most reputable people in the country. And you can read it all in Torch Report 422, More Shocking Corruption Comes to Light. Matter of fact, if you check out Torch Report 422, you can see the video surveillance that shows some corrupt poll workers sending everyone home. And then they pull out some suitcases of freshly printed ballots out from underneath a suspiciously staged table. 
You can see all of it with your own eyes and you can listen to an actual attorney explaining everything wrong with the whole scenario as if you need legal counsel to spot the corruption, which I know that you don't, friends. These are major crimes. And they do, in fact, have major implications for the state and for the fate of our country. Just like Joe Biden was caught bragging on video. Remember that? Um, he was bragging. He said, oh, well, we have the most sophisticated and inclusive voter fraud operation in American history. That's what he said. And then he proved it. And guess what? If we don't do something about it right now, they're going to prove it again, friends. Zoiks, what are we going to do? What do you think about that? Are you just going to sit back and take it like another smack in the face, another smack in the face of the American people, friends? I bet the commies are cackling their butts off. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Let's go ahead and take a deep breath here. You know, it's easy to get worked up about all of this corruption. And you should get worked up about all of this corruption because it's absolutely maddening. But, 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 but I do think it would behoove us to just take a step back here. And that's exactly what we did in Friday's report, by the way. Friday's report, Torch Report 423. Beware of the doom loop. The doom loop. Now, oh, you see, the doom loop, the loop of doom, it has a way of sucking us in. The doom loop has a way of capturing our attention, of, of crushing our spirits, of making it feel so big and overwhelming like there's nothing that we can do about it. But that's a lie. The truth is, as long as we are running scared, as long as we're confused or unsure, uncertain, we don't know what to do, that's when they have control over our minds. Things appear to be terrible right now, friends, and that's precisely because the political circumstances are terrible. <laughs> I mean, there's no way of cutting that, you know, can't get around that. But life is bigger than that. Life is bigger than that. And we got deep in Friday's report, as I do from time to time, take a philosophical romp, but life is good. It's fundamentally good. All we got to do is eat, sleep, and procreate, and all three are enjoyable. Therefore, we are hardwired to enjoy our human experience. But the global cabal has mastered pushing our buttons. They figured out how to do it just the right way, right? And they push, 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 push fear, you know, frust all these things, okay? And then they force people into the doom loop by doing this. When they push our buttons, people go into the loop of doom, and all of a sudden we're living in survival mode, you know, like the sky is falling, waiting for the end of the world, and we're crippled. We don't know what to do. Survival mode, by the way, of course, it's not all bad. Uh, because in theory, you know, survival mode may keep us alive. But survival mode absolutely wreaks havoc on our quality of life. And more importantly, survival mode uh, short circuits, not just our critical thinking, but it short circuits our ability to combat effectively against the cor corruption. Survival mode, living in survival mode, you know, the rudimentary brain and all that, it really reduces our ability to think into the future, to plan long term, not just for our own lives, but for our communities and for our country. You know, if, if death is imminent, or if it feels like death is imminent, then there's really no need for long-term planning, right? I mean, that's, again, it's just human nature, friends. You know, we all get sucked into the doom loop sometimes, but we need to escape this loop of doom and look out broad upon the horizon, see that life is still good, and with every breath and heartbeat, we still have the potential to push back, to fight back, and to reclaim the reins of our republic, Friends, if we intend to get ourselves out of this mess, we are going to need some long-term planning. We're going to need some highly effective and intelligent strategies. As I said uh, at the start of the show there, you know, there ain't no easy way out. I always got that Sylvester, uh, Sylvester Stallone picture. He's driving the car. He's thinking about fighting the Russian. You know, there ain't no easy way out. We've got an uphill battle in front of us, a grueling, arduous, and sustained effort to overcome all odds, to defeat the orchestrated cabal that is working against us. They are striving day and night, 365, 24-7, to utterly destroy the country that we love. And if we want to overcome any of this, we're going to have to think long-term, and we're going to have to work 
hard. If we want to win this epic battle for the hearts and souls of America, then we've got to work harder and smarter than the people we're up against. We need to be talking to people. We need to be convincing the lesser informed to tune in and listen to the Torch Report Weekend Review. You know, uh, we, we even need to be reaching out to some of those uh, friendly, useful idiots, you know, and, and have the conversation about mutual respect. Geez, seems like everybody's kind of grumpy and at each other's throat. That's not good, you know? Isn't mutual respect in everyone's best interest? Hmm. Isn't freedom the most good for the most people? I mean, isn't that really how we put the end to perpetual conflict? We just live and let live. We respect each other. Freedom is the most good for the most people, you know? Can't we all agree that anyone who openly declares they want to depopulate the planet has lost their freaking minds. Can't we agree that, you know? And friends, we do we do need to hold the depopulation agenda front and center here. You know, Kamala Harris's little slip, I think it really gave us a, an open door to pointing out, wow, they say we need to reduce the population to save the planet. What do you think about that? Ha, ha, ha. Yuck, yuck. These people are crazy, right? Right. They are. But friends, that was no fluke. That was her speaking the truth. It's, it's in virtually every globalist document. It's, it's baked into the sustainable development goals and all of that stuff. This depopulation agenda and keeping it front and center, I think it is really the key to understanding all of the insanity. And it's something that we can get people to come together on, if you think about, because who gets to decide who, you know, who comes and who goes? If they're going to reduce the human population, you know, uh, who gets to decide who gets reduced? <laughs> who gets turned into Soylent Green? I don't know. But depopulation... It is the key to understanding all of the insanity, really, whether we're talking about, say, the perverted curriculum in school, the LGBTQ agenda. You think about 40% of uh, millennials now identify as LGBTQ. They're not going to reproduce depopulation, okay? You think about the so-called sustainable development goals, the green agenda, the biological warfare, the globalized health tyranny, the mass vaccination campaigns, the experimental injections and all of that kind of stuff. It all ties back to this singularly evil desire to eradicate a large percentage of the population. Those who are left once they've done this great reduction of the population. I mean, what they want, what they're working toward is conditioning the human population, the remnant population, to be nothing more than mindless drones, to be peaceful, compliant, and complacent peasants, you know, so we can have a society of human beings who are really just a mere shadow of their former selves. People who have been conditioned to believe they must sit down and shut up. They must pay their taxes and do whatever the hell the government tells them to do. These poor souls will soon forget what it actually means to live. To live as a free human being, friends, and live we must. We must live free or die. We must revive the American spirit. We must revive the human spirit. We must revive that spirit of freedom that is embedded in our DNA, endowed by our creator. Revive the gifts of liberty that have been endowed by our creator. Friends, we must do this. And we must do it before it's too late. And if things keep going the way that they're going, I'm here to tell you, it's going to be too late in the not-too-distant future. That's the real threat of the government using all this, you know, weaponized AI to reprogram the masses and all that. So, you know, all that said, friends, let's not get caught up in the doom loop here, right? <laughs> uh, life is still good. Uh, always and at all times, life is still good. And we do have the power of choice. There is infinite positive potential unfolding in any given moment with every breath, with every heartbeat, every moment that we are alive, we have the opportunity to embrace it. Really embrace our lives. Embrace this moment in history. Make the most of the endless opportunities. Enjoy the rewards that can only be earned through hard damn work. You know, build our own American dreams and honor the legacy of our forefathers. If we do this now, we can save our nation. We are Americans. We were born free. 
And we should be living that way. That's the truth. And that's what I think, you know, people desperately need to be reminded. We need to remind every person that we meet that we're Americans, we were born free, and that we should be living that way. We need to lead by example in our communities. We need to be living by example. We need to be showing our friends and families and neighbors what freedom actually looks like. Challenge the narrative. Question authority. Who really has the right to rule over our lives? Is it the state? Is it the feds? Is it the global cabal? Or could it be none of them at all? Fair question. Can't we ask? Can't we be curious peasants? Can't we challenge the narrative? Question authority? You know, can't we live our lives free as human beings? Maybe none of these power-hungry, corrupt politicians, these bureaucrats, maybe none of them have any authority over our lives whatsoever. What say you to that? What do you think, friends? I believe that we have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Our Declaration of Independence serves as an immutable and indelible reminder of that simple and profound truth. And we've been told, friends, we've been warned and we've been told. We have been given permission by the very founders of this great nation. We have been given permission to utterly abolish any form of government that stands in the ways of these rights. These are strong words. They're timely words. And these words spell out a truth that is timeless. As long as we don't forget. As long as we don't forget. Friends, that's the solution. As long as you don't forget. As long as I don't forget. As long as our kids and our grandkids don't forget. There's always hope. But there's no doubt in my mind. We are, in fact, on a runaway train here, friends. The government is running roughshod over the Constitution, over the Bill of Rights, over the will of we, the American people, and we cannot abide this tyranny much longer. There is no doubt that taxation without representation and other forms of government oppression have become destructive to our life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. No doubt at all. And so it is that we have work to do. Time to roll up the sleeves. Make hay while the sun is shining, friends. To abolish the beast of bureaucracy, it's no small feat. No small feat at all. It's not going to be easy. The founders confirmed for us that we have the right to do so, to abolish the beast of bureaucracy, but they never said it was going to be easy. It wasn't easy when they cast off the shackles of tyranny, and it's only going to be all the more difficult for us to cast off the shackles of tyranny. But friends, as long as we retain the will to resist, so long as we live our lives according to the principles that made America the greatest nation on earth, I believe that we will win. We must win, friends. And that is the message of my heart for today, friends. Thanks again for tuning in. Get out there and embrace the rest of this beautiful Sunday afternoon. And until next time, be brave, live free, and stay wise. Well, friends, that's a wrap. This Torch Report Weekend Review is brought to you by the incredible crew at KLCK and GorgeNewsCenter.com. Check out the GorgeNewsCenter.com for all the talk of Clickitat County. And don't forget to tune in again next week, Sunday, 1 o'clock, for another Torch Report Weekend Review.